I'm Julie Beckham, the Financial Education Officer at Rockland Trust, and this is the No Shame in This Money Game's Mini Money Minutes. Why Mini Money Minutes? First of all, you're busy and you want your info fast. Secondly, who doesn't love mini things? In fact, human beings love mini things so much that our brains actually release dopamine when we see cute little things. For real, we actually derive satisfaction from mini things because we see them as less threatening. So, if we're less threatened by mini things and mini things can actually make us happy, what if we learn about money through mini money minutes? Let's go. Today's bite-sized mini money minute, spring cleaning your finances. The days are longer, the sun is brighter, and you might notice a little pep in your step. It's spring after all, and as members of the animal kingdom, we are hardwired to desire a fresh and new start. Unfortunately, society tells us that we should have already set our goals at the stroke of midnight on New Year's Eve and be well on our way to making 2023 the best year yet. Most of us had great intentions of doing just that, but kind of preferred hibernating over the last couple of months. Again, it just felt more natural. If this sounds like you, don't be too hard on yourself. Remember, there's no shame in this money game, and springtime is the best time to start fresh and set some goals. But no matter what the season, putting a spotlight on your finances can be overwhelming. So I'm going to break down your financial spring cleanup into four steps. Let's go. Number one, open your eyes. Seems like an easy one, right? But just like I don't want to look under my bed when I do my actual spring cleaning, you might not want to look at how much you make, how much you spend, and how much you save. But the thing is, is that you don't know what to fix unless you can see what's broken. So be brave and sit down and really look at your income and your expenses without judgment. Looking at what is can help you determine how you want things to be. Number two, check your pulse. No, for real. You just took a hard look at your finances and you're still alive. Great job. Okay. Now that you actually know what the reality is, think about your financial goals. Like really think about them. Are you saving for a down payment on a house? Is helping to pay for your children's higher education a priority? Do you want to have a vacation fund so you always know you can hit the road if you need a break? Are you nervous you're not saving enough for retirement and want to contribute more? Maybe you want to adopt a dog or buy a ride-on lawnmower. You do you and get specific. The sky's the limit. This is the fun part. Allow yourself to be aspirational. Number three, after all that dreaming and before you start thinking about how am I actually going to do this, take some action. Let's just say you want to do two things. Start contributing to an emergency savings account so you don't panic over a broken dishwasher or a flat tire and start a vacation account. Sounds like too much? Don't limit yourself. Start small and allocate something like $10, $25, $50, just something each paycheck or each month and automate it. Open a separate savings account for each goal and name the accounts. The names serve as a reminder that this isn't just money. It's money towards a goal that you set. You can always increase, decrease, or cancel the automatic transfers, but just setting the goal and seeding it can be the hardest part, so just do it. Number four. Okay, it's time to get dirty. Let's get back to your expenses. Some things are non-negotiables, your rent or mortgage, utility bills, paying down any loans or debt you might have, groceries, I don't have to tell you, you know what your needs are. 
If you're not financially collaborating or responsible for anyone else, now you can go look at what you're currently paying on wants, things that don't qualify in your needs category, and decide if you want to continue paying them. Yes, you actually can cancel things you don't use or stop spending money on things or experiences you don't like. When you have other opinions in your life, aka a partner or your family, this is where it gets tricky. Your financial priorities might not be theirs. That can be challenging, but if you concentrate on the goals you do agree on and save your judgment on what you don't agree on, maybe you can work together to eliminate some unnecessary spending that you've been doing out of habit in pursuit of your new fun goals. It's amazing how committed a family can be about skipping Friday night pizza every week and just having it every month for the thought of a trip to an amusement park at the end of the school year. Plus, talking about financial goals with your children gets them thinking about money and goal setting, which is a lesson they are not going to get from anyone but you. There you go. Four steps. Easy, right? No, none of this is easy. The talking about money, the looking at your finances with your eyes wide open, or the goal setting. But think about it for a second. In the last year or so, our expenses have gone up roughly 8% with inflation. Talk about things not being easy. We may have had to decrease our spending, borrow from our savings, get a second or third job, or rely on our credit cards in ways we haven't before. But here we are. Another spring has sprung, and we're still here. If we can adapt to inflation, something we have no control over, then maybe we can adapt to saving. Same concept. We just get to keep the money and benefit from the goal saving. So here's to your financial goals and to watching your savings grow this spring. The No Shame in This Money Game podcast will return with some more bite-sized mini money minutes. Until then, keep listening and keep learning with Rockland Trust, member FDIC, the bank where each relationship matters because we want you to have a healthy relationship with money at any age.